Good evening, everybody, and welcome once again to another edition of Off the Chain. And I'm your host, your boy, David, aka The Voice. And boy, do I have a show for you guys tonight. Anyway, as the show goes on, let's do our normal thing, our normal introduction. First, I give thanks to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for another day. Suddenly, my number one fan, my wife, I love her, thank her, and last, but not least. guys you super your attention has been well appreciated and man I keep trying to keep you entertained in one form or another so let's get down to the business at hand for today let's see what we can get entertained on oh my apologies if you're a first time viewer I keep the doors of off the chain open and I always extend my welcome. Welcome to the show. We keep it real over here. We don't claim to know it all. I'm just a rapper. But I promise you three things. The show will be informative. It will be entertaining. And I definitely will find a spot where we're going to get off the chain. So, with that being said, let's get down to the business at hand. Now, today, today's show, I think I'm just going to call this one All Black People Just Don't Want the Same Thing. And the reason I chose that title is because I have, you know, in doing the history of America, Black America, I've noticed that we've always had forerunners. We had forerunners ever since the slave abolition. And if I had to make a list of the top three abolitionists in the history probably of black America. I, I would start with, first on my list would be Harriet Tubman. And I would choose Harriet Tubman number one over all abolitionists for the simple fact that Harriet Tubman was a, a, a black woman that she put it all on the line every time. Meaning that she she had her life on the line, and she she made repeated trips into the South just to free slaves. And each time, she as many trips as she made, she never lost a single slave. 
but make no mistake about it, she knew that if she ever got caught down south, that they would kill her. So that's that's the goal. If, if there was a forerunner ranking, Harriet Tubman would be number one, and her goal wouldn't be the greatest of all time as it stands for the thing. But her G-O-A-T would stand for God, on a timeline. That's it. They go God on a timeline. Just as God moved those people up out them out the pits of slavery, he was on the timeline. And Harriet Tubman was definitely part of the timeline. So, many things are going to happen to change in this society that we're living in today. And we're just going to have to come to the fact that most of it is going to be on God's timeline. So, we have to just play our part. We got a role in this. We have to play our part to the best that we can. So, on to my second abolitionist that will be on my list. It would be the brother, Frederick Douglass. To read Frederick Douglass would, would be something on my list, although Frederick Douglass was up in the north. He, you probably couldn't have drug him back down south like Harry Tubman with. <laughs> he wasn't going that route. But he spoke where when it mattered. They had Frederick Douglass at a speech, I think it was up in Baltimore, the 4th of July speech in 1770-something. And anyway, they, they, they invited him, the people were there, everybody lily white. Everybody got their best hat on, the Sunday best, and they drinking and laughing and eating beef and hog. Now they probably won't mess with the hog guys, probably on them steak. So Frederick, come time to speak. And the first thing Frederick did was he asked him, he said, well, I can't understand why y'all are asking me to speak here on the 4th of July on your Independence Day. And my people are still being held slaves down in the South. Now you could imagine the expressions on the people's faces after they heard that. But uh, he went on, I'm paraphrasing that for the sake of time, but he went on to tell them, this is, this is not our Independence Day. I, and even though my brother's born on the 4th of July, he celebrated his birthday, but we got a long way to go before we get to have an Independence Day party. That's the fact. Okay, just to keep the ball moving. The number three brother that would have made my abolitionist list would be Nat Turner. Yeah, everybody probably say, well, why Martin that make a Nat? Now, Nat, in the top three, Nat showed him something. Because Maddie showed Whitey that every man has a limit. Enough is enough. Matt showed him that 
See, in the, in the white people's eyes, when they run the slaves over here, we have to understand. They treated us like animals, and in their mentality, they thought we was animals. Shoot, most of them said a nigga was nothing but three quarters, a little bit higher than the horse. He just, uh, he can talk. But uh, he, if there was two people in the mother, he gonna, he gonna try to save that horse, he might let you drown. So, but but Nat Turner, when he went on his rampage, he told him that, hold on, these guys are a little bit smarter than the horse. It's in their DNA, they had a limit. And any man, even to this day, we can fast forward 300 years later. If you hear a man say today, hey, I done had enough of this. Oh, it's on. Ain't no telling how it's going down, but it's on. It may be some pistol pop up with everything, but and that's the thing that the Caucasian people have to understand. Everybody have a limit. We have a limit today. Eventually, niggas will get tired of saying, man, every time the police come down, one of us coming up there. People have a limit. Because nobody wants to be next. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. So, those three greatest stories, I mean, they left a found an impression and opened the doors for many black people to follow behind them. You know, we have many black people in the, in the down the line. But fast forward into 2020. Now, this is what I hate. I, oh, I hate when there's always one nigga that's going to be blunt with him. That's out there promoting and recruiting for the white man. And at the same time, really doing more damage to their own people through their words than they even realize, but at the same time being manipulated. Okay, I'm going somewhere with this. Hang on, I got one for you today. And I tried to lay off this system. But the system just won't shut up. And, and the lady I'm talking about is Candace Owen. I don't know if you know her or not, but let me give you a brief summary of her resume. And we're gonna dissect that shit go from there. They describe her as Candace Amber Owens Bond. Yeah, four names right there and I know she crooked. But she calls herself a conservative author. So that means she writes books on the conservative level, giving the telling people why being the good old days was so good more or less conservative views of the Republican Party. She was a talk show host 
had a little radio station and she pop off. She's still popping off tweeting and stuff. And they call her a political commentator and an activist. I said, wow, your sister busy. No. I added all that up. I said, I don't know who she activated from. I think she's a trumpet. Oh, I know she's a trumpet. I looked at her age, she's only 32 years old. Now, okay, your sister has some good credentials. She wrote a book, she got a radio show, and she give her personal views on the political. I don't know who she activated. But have anyone noticed that lately this sister she, she, she comes off as a very knowledgeable person and someone that has been, had a lot of education and studying in, in areas. But her views and how the camera is staying on her. Last night she was on uh, Carson Tucker show. Give you a give you an example of that. Uh, last night she was on Carson Tucker's show and the sister had the nerve to come out of her mouth and say that the only reason that the jury convicted that guy Matt Shalvin in the George Floyd case was because the Democratic Party had trick the people through the media. Now, a lot of times when these guys are talking about when they throw one stone, they're really telling you how this shit is really working. All of this is real. All of a sudden, this young girl is popping up everywhere now. She got some hell of a views. She a straight Trump. She even went on camera to say, oh yeah, she felt sorry for Adolf Hitler. How in the hell are you gonna feel sorry for a Nazi? But then she turned around and say, well, it's the black men pump that they're getting shot and killed in the street because they're not complying. This is what kind of nigga Candace Owen is. And she's keeping the camera in front of her. And I'm coming to realize that this is an old trick that is taking on a new swing. There's always been the house nigga. And whether the house nigga was in 1621 or 2021, whether they're using the camera or they were just straight out sneaking in the back door to tell it. But Candace Owen, she's an educated black woman that the white folks are propagating around. They're keeping her in the camera. She's everywhere. Now she had the nerve to go to an event down in Atlanta. And they had some heavyweight brothers there. And they really, they ripped her apart. So I guess they might've gave her a culture shock and she wanna, she hang out with MSMB, MS, NBC and them, 
And I don't know, man, what to say about this sister. I don't want to bash the sister being a black woman, but the sister is smart, but she's dumb as hell. Even if you have, and some things she say they have a point because really, the black people don't, I, I'm personally, I'm gonna speak about me personally. I don't care nothing about the Republican Party or the Democratic Party. You know, I'm trying to see what, what can we get as black people, period. That's the main goal. When we split it up, I'm like, well, y'all need, it. she's out there advocating, like she's saying, Y'all need to come say over here with my master. He gonna treat you better than your master treat. But what she failed to understand is that we are not to the point where we are trying to bow down to anybody. We're not trying to bow down to the Republican Party. And neither are we trying to bow down to the Democratic Party. You know? I'm like Malcolm when it comes to this. This is the way this thing works. The things, one thing that these three animals have in common, whether he's a German Shepherd, an English Bulldog, or Irish Shepherd, they're all dogs. And that's the way that thing work in the political world. Whether they're Republican or whether they're Democrats, they all don't until we're in the majority and we're looking out for us and our people. They're gonna, they're gonna use us because we're pawns in the game. Everybody needs the black folk, but nobody's talking about what the black need. And when you only give something to one or two people at the top and they, they get their palms greased or they get some giant position and they forget about the people. See, they break the code. The black exodus, they don't know nothing about that. They don't understand that it was a time during the slavery where those that escaped the South and went up North had an unwritten obligation to come back down to the South and either teach the brothers what they learned from up North or bring them up North and show them how to get their own. But over the years, and that was an unspoken rule that was taking place, either you come back to your hometown and you teach and you help build up or you bring them to where you at and you show them how to get. So, and that was considered the black exodus. But over the course of time, Negroes left from home and started making their own money and they was like, hey, every man for himself. So when they come back home, they look down on the, the brothers that they left like, oh, y'all ain't doing no better than that. Just keep trying it. Just hang in there you know, giving them that fluff. But the point back to Candace Owen, I'm really trying to make is that we as black people, we, 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 we got two routes. Either we're gonna be part of the solution or we're gonna be part of the problem. You know, Candace is a young black lady that maybe 10 years from now, 20 years from now, when she's 
52, she may say, oh, I was a young girl at 32 years old when I made those statements. But she don't understand that when you're making those statements at this time, you got people that's in the communities that are doing real activist work. You got people that's in the inner cities and people that got programs that's in the black community that are, that are reaching out and trying to get that federal grant, that federal money to, to make sure that the kids are continuing to get the best that they get. In the meantime, she's getting paid 100000 over here, 150000 over there. Who knows? I'm making all these racial fashion statements against her own people. I tell you, I don't know what we're gonna do. I guess the bottom line is gonna be just like I started it. I guess all black people don't want the same thing because money, money, <laughs> money ain't the issue. Money is the root of all evil. I leave it at that. We don't, we can't reach a point where we say I'll do anything. You gotta have a limit. Somewhere. Anyway, guys, man, I appreciate your time. Hope you got some enjoyment out of Candace Owen. Owens. And I tell you, just check out some of her stuff. This sister will make you mad, make you want to put hands on her. But uh, I really cleaned the show up a lot. I guess, I guess I got all the bad words out before I got started. Anyway. Thank you guys for your time. You've been wonderful. And you know how we always close the show. Stick to your dreams. Matter of fact, shoot for the moon. And if you miss it, just hang on to the stars. Hey, I'm your boy. Love you guys. Peace.